Hello everyone, my name is Allison Dijak and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, arts, film and event listings here on midtownradio.ca. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional and contemporary stolen territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee and neutral people, as well as the Haldeman Tract a promise that continues to be left unfulfilled. And we are grateful to be using this space this evening. Now this show will be live every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. And every week we are checking out a cool venue in town that is part of our local arts and culture scene. Tonight we are here at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener. You might be able to hear a bit of background noise because the show just kicked off at 7 p.m. We're set up here outside of the doors. Folks are still getting their popcorn and drinks. And it is honestly a full house because it is Grease sing-along night. So folks are dressed up. I'm seeing lots of pink, lots of leather jackets, some fancy hairdos and big skirts. And it should be a really fun night. I'm here with my co-producer, Derek Rydell, tonight. How are you doing, Derek? I've got chills, and they are multiplying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. How are you? (laughs) I love it. I'm also good. Honestly, I'm so happy that we're here tonight. As I was saying before the show, if I wasn't on the radio, I'd probably be in there right now. Now, if you were in there watching Grease, what percentage of the lyrics would you be able to sing along with? Honestly, don't be embarrassed. Whatever the not number Not a lot. Is. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, okay. Uh, uh, truth be told, I know Greece. Okay. I, I've never actually seen it from beginning to end. I've seen Uh-oh. bits and pieces. I know what it's about. Okay. I, you know, but and I know the songs, but I've never seen it in its entirety. Okay. And I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know a few. I, go, go, Grease Lightning. Yeah. And, you know, I know some of the stuff, but yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, not that familiar with well, it. Well, you'll have to peek in when there's a break. <laughs> when there's a song break. I think if I were singing along, I'd, I would probably know like 75%. Well, not all the lyrics, but like I know all the music. I'd probably know like 60% of the lyrics. There's this one. I don't know if you ever heard it at a wedding or maybe when you're DJing or anything, but there's this like Grease mega mix that yeah. sometimes gets played at weddings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably been to like five <laughs> weddings where it has gotten played. I know all the words to that, actually. <laughs> I know that it has like all the classics and uh, that is my favorite thing when that comes on at weddings so very excited to be here for Grease sing-along night tonight (laughs) are you a regular at the Apollo um I I have a membership I don't Mm -hmm. come as much as I'd like to uh but it is it's my favorite cinema in in the city yeah I love the princess and the princess twin too but the Apollo I really like the Apollo and actually like I've got some great teenage memories of oh, when yeah? it used to be before it was the Apollo it was the Highland Cinema back in <clears throat> the late 90s <laughs> and uh, I remember skipping school and telling my teachers we're leaving because we're going to stand in line because the Star Wars oh, reissues were coming awesome. ca- came out in 97 and so we stood in line in the afternoon to make sure we got tickets when Oh, God, I've just dated myself. (laughs) (laughs) When you used to have to stand in line and wait for tickets to the movies. But, yeah, so I remember seeing Jurassic Park here as a little kid. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, it's it's always been around. So Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I love it. Honestly, we were here in the fall to do an episode and such a good place. Just I walk in and it's like, this is just part of staple downtown mm-hmm. Kitchener. Yeah, the smell of popcorn hits yeah. you right in the face. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, super excited to have an episode here tonight. Uh, over the next hour, we're going to be telling folks about all the local events going on this weekend in KW. And we're going to be chatting with St- with Sam Starsensick from KW Famous about their upcoming winter patio party this weekend. This is their second annual winter patio party. And honestly, I've been following along on social media. It looks absolutely amazing. So we can't wait to share that interview with you and chat about some fun events coming up. But we're going to start things off with some local music. Um, If you watched our post earlier in the week, you would have seen that Frankie Flowers, local indie pop musician, was supposed to be on our show this week. She's feeling a little under the weather. But we wanted to make sure that we spun her new song. It was released in January. This is the new single from Frankie Flowers called Serotonin.
just heard Sarah Tonin by local indie pop artist Frankie Flowers here on Midtown Radio. Frankie Flowers was supposed to be on our show tonight, but they're feeling a bit under the weather, so we wanted to play their new single they just released in January. Well, welcome back to On the Scene here on MidtownRadio.ca. My name is Allison Dijak, and we have an awesome show in store for you. We are broadcasting live on location here at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener, and it is Grease sing-along night tonight. So it's really fun to see all the people piling in with their costumes, and I can hear a little bit of the music in the background, which is a lot of fun. Over the next hour, we'll be talking all about the local arts and culture events going on in KW. And later in the show, I'll be sitting down with local guest Sam Starsensick from KW Famous. But before we dive into our interview, Derek, ready to chat about some events? Absolutely. Okay, so this weekend I'm super excited because comedian Ashwin Singh is doing his permanent resident tour and he's coming to Kitchener. Um, Ashwin went to university at the University of Waterloo and I actually interviewed him last year right around the time when he quit his day job. He was working in tech and decided to do comedy full time. So this tour is happening all across Canada for a month, I think, and he's kicking off in Kitchener tomorrow night with Rusty Nail Comedy at the Crazy Canuck. So honestly, he puts on such a funny show. So hilarious and really, really cool to see someone from the area making it big and following his dream. So I heard the tickets are almost sold out. So folks should definitely check out uh, Ashwin Singh's permanent resident tour. Nice. What do you want people to go see this weekend? Uh, Well, I mean, the one thing that I'm kind of excited about that I noticed that we have never really put on the events Mm -hmm. listing, I am an unapologetic wrestling fan. I love pro wrestling. Uh, So at the Registry Theater on Sunday, Mm -hmm. I believe it's at 4 p.m. Yeah. uh, It's 365 Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, It's just a fun time. (laughs) Yeah, I love wrestling. I've watched it ever since I was a little kid. a bunch of friends of mine do and every once in a while we'll go out to the indie shows and it's it's a really really fun time especially if you have a few <laughs> wobbly exactly. pops and you know you can get into it but yeah yeah it's it's quite amazing what uh they are quite the performers yeah you know, a lot of people don't really think of it that way kind of look down on uh pro wrestling but mm. uh when you really see the work that these guys put in and 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 
what they put their bodies through just for my entertainment and everybody else's. It's, it's quite impressive. And the, the indie shows are always really fun. So yeah. I, I, I'd recommend going out to that. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like supporting a local, a local organization that's bringing a show to Kitchener. So cool. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to do uh, our, the rest of our events rundown. And uh, I thought that I'd kick us off with the movies this week. Um, Every Week on the Scene brings you uh, all of the amazing live music, comedy shows, movies, and more that you can check out all around downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo. So in film this weekend at the Apollo Cinema, where we are right now, you can catch Love Hurts uh, presenting Badlands. You can see Megan the Whale living the love hurt series is also presenting fatal attraction and on sunday they're doing a high tea cinema and playing pride and prejudice at our independent cinemas over in uptown waterloo at the princess original you can catch close one fine morning the 2023 oscar nominated shorts animation howl's moving castle with subtitles or also crouching tiger hidden dragon And lastly, at the Princess Twin, you can see The Living, Women Talking, The Last Bus, Emily, and again, the 2023 Oscar-nominated shorts in animation. Now, one of our favorite things to do here at On The Scene is to bring in special guests to chat about what they're up to and how they are making the local arts and culture scene a better place. Now, because of the weather today, I got a chance to chat with Sam, our guest, earlier in the day, just to be on the safe side with traveling. But Sam Starsensick is part of the KW Famous team. KW Famous hosts events all around Kitchener-Waterloo that aim to engage community members and help build connections across the city. KW Famous is all about community pride and collaborations, whether it's creating merch for famous KW landmarks, taking day trips to visit new spots around the region, or hosting patio parties and roller skating nights. We had Sam on the show in the summer to talk about some of their summer events, but patio parties don't stop in the winter with KW Famous. So we wanted to talk with her again. Here was my conversation with Sam from earlier today. Hello, Sam. Welcome back to On the Scene. Thanks, Allison. <laughs> you are actually our only guest that's now been on the show three times. Oh, so my gosh. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to have you back. We're just uh, so busy over here. <laughs> I know, honestly, like always, there's something happening at KW Famous. I love following along all the things you're doing on Instagram. It just makes me like, I don't know. I was going to say jealous, but I don't even know if it's jealous. It's like excited and just like, oh, there's so many things that I want to be doing in KW right now. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole, I like that it just keeps people engaged. You're like, no, I need, I do need to go out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So you are one third of KW Famous. And if any of our listeners out there haven't experienced the joy yet of KW Famous, can you tell them a little bit about uh, what you folks do? Yeah, so uh, KW Famous is, it is a nonprofit, um, and we're basically focused on merch, events, and experiential marketing in a nutshell. Um, 
what we do is we basically take great pride in the KW community. Um, we love everything that's happening here so much that we create celebrations out of it. So we see ourselves as connectors. We tell stories through merch like um, Mount Trashmore and Otis the Swan, um, kind of things that like you have to know to know and be here. And then we go into events. So we see so many businesses because we love them. And we try to do things that bring people into businesses or get people out and active and engaging with the community. And that can be anything from restaurants to artists to charities um, to the city, anything along those lines. So we're basically a big connector and we bring people together. Um, we we seek to basically make people have fun and also really think about um their community and the spaces that they live and enjoy. So we bring people outside. Usually we, we try to get people to go to unique spaces and then we bring in um, charitable components, but basically it's all things KW, sometimes even Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And we just celebrate our love for it and make sure it's worth living here. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. And something I really appreciate about what you're doing is that you're always going to different spaces, like you said, unique spaces. You know, you when you sort of think about those major event spaces in town, like when we're even chatting on on the scene, you know, we kind of have the go-to venues that always have something going on. But I really appreciate that KW Famous like takes spaces that you wouldn't normally think of, like you turned a parking garage into a a roller skating arena party Um, or, you know, you're going to like Joseph Schneider house, like the historical site that I went to on the field trip when I was like seven years old. I wouldn't have ever thinking, think of going to like a cool arts event when I'm an adult there. So I just love that you're always finding unique spaces that can like bring new life to different different places around uh, KW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. It's my favorite <laughs> to see people enter a space they never thought it could look like. And just with a few small tweaks, it suddenly transformed. Like roller disco was just transformed because we put some lights up. <laughs> and that's just so incredible. You can walk into the space. And it, I think it really makes people think about the spaces that they see every day. And I love that people can think creatively about them. I think like I'm really passionate about placemaking and I just love how simple it can be sometimes to just transform how we view the places we live. Yeah, certainly. Do you have a favorite space that you've held an event at so far? I know you've been with KW Famous for maybe a year or around then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Has there been like a favorite unique space so far that you've worked with? Uh, so yes, I have a couple. Um, <laughs> honestly, Vogel saying green outside mm-hmm. is a beautiful space. Like I've not only hosted events there, but I also even attended the summer series by Good Co. And there's something magical about it. I think it, it's a really unique space. I feel like I keep coming back to it just because it makes sense. Um, and I love like the lights and everything. And then I love the rooftop that we've done um, stuff on. So over uh, basically in central downtown by Gawkel. Rooftop there. We did a concert and we did our jingle bar event up there. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of my favorites. I just think a rooftop event or a rooftop venue is so cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Something you wouldn't always necessarily associate with like downtown Kitchener, right? So makes it feel very, very exciting, very posh sort of. (laughs) I I love it. It's like weird and wonderful about KW is it's like, 
there are these really cool spaces and the community will let you access them and we can get gritty and make like really cool fun with what we have here. We don't have to have like these huge other venues. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the big reasons we wanted to start doing this, uh, this show as well, just like showing people what is going on here. And there's like, you don't have to go to Toronto to see a huge concert or you don't have to go to Toronto to see like a big fancy drag show or something like there's so much happening here all the time. And I've actually noticed I'm seeing a lot more, um, uh, accounts on social media that are kind of becoming this like what to do in KW or like here's exciting things in KW. Um, and so I love that that's just becoming such a great mindset. And I feel like KW Famous was maybe a bit of a catalyst for that. I have no clue who came first in uh, having sort of that shift in mindset, but I think KW Famous has done such a fantastic job just like seeing this space in such a positive light and such a creative light as well. Thank you. It's yeah. just there's so many great artists here. They do it. They make it easy. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you folks had a really busy summer and fall uh, when we last chatted with you about Art Hop and the Comedy in the Green series. And then the holiday season, you came up with this amazing, amazing local vendors holiday pop-up shop. Tell us a little bit about how that came to be. It was such a cool space and just what a what a great idea. I absolutely loved what you did there. Tell us a little bit about the pop-up shop. Yeah, thank you. Um, wow, that was a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had kind of spent some time in the early fall looking at what like a strategic plan could be for KW Famous um, because we only incorporated in the spring. So even though we've been operating for a while. So um, that included an artist run store because there isn't one in the area. And a lot of major places have those. So we kind of put it on our like three to five year plan. And within a couple of weeks, uh, the building owner was like, hey, I've had a tenant who can't stay here anymore. They just let me know. And I can't stand the thought of this place being empty for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Do you have any ideas? And we're like, we sure do have ideas. (laughs) Within like six days of that first email, that was like mid-October, we had an agreement signed. So it was crazy. Basically, by like October 22nd, we were had the agreement signed and we opened up the store on November 28th. Okay. So it was kind of wild. So basically, we just like we love the artists in this community. We think that they make some of the most incredible stuff. And we think that they, we thought that like, they just need to continue to be amplified. Like we could be such a creative city if there were more places um, kind of amplifying what they're doing. So we decided to open up an artist call. We had no idea what would happen. We were like, you know, let's just see if people would do it. Like we weren't going to buy inventory. We were like, we'll have to sell it on commission. Like we had to come up with this whole structure of um, how we would run this. And so it was all a shot in the dark. But um, we were, we know like approximately what wholesale costs locally. And so we were like, let's just go as low as we can. We, we counted it out. We just like went for it mm-hmm. and we got 110 applications. Wow. So I was wow. only like, I was, I really tried. I could squeeze in 90 people. So okay. when I measured like <laughs> shelf space, we basically had enough square footage to do 90 artists. So it ended up being 90 artists in the space 
And um, yeah, so basically all of these artists became brand ambassadors for each other. Mm-hmm. And we had this storefront space downtown because of a wonderful building owner um, who like believed in what we do and our vision and understood that we could execute it. So we brought in all the inventory and then it was so busy and popular, thank <laughs> God, that I did inventory for 18 days straight. Wow. wow. People just had to keep restocking. So yeah. So proud. Like we created, we used Shopify and we made this like vendor app. So all the vendors were on board at all times. Every single time they made a sale, they got an email. Oh, cool. Like they did these little happy dances all day long. Like it was just so great. And then they could keep up with like what was selling, what wasn't. They could get a feel for what was happening on the holidays. And they didn't have to stand in one place for like six hours in a market. They had 26 days of it, like nonstop exposure. Yeah. And, yeah. So we had like about 20,000 people come through the store. We made over 8,000, like we sold over 8,000 items. Mm-hmm. And so you can only imagine like, like, I just love the numbers. Cause I'm like, that's what KW needs. Like we put thousands and thousands of dollars right back into the community Yeah, as we open these doors. And it's were not- they, um, were they all KW or, or Waterloo region artists? Mostly. Yeah. There was a yeah. couple of from just outside. Like I had one just from Hamilton and sure, yeah. a couple from Guelph, but generally like all major, major local. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And and amazing to give the artists, yeah, that opportunity to not have to like stand outside in the cold, you know, I mean, holiday markets have their place, of course, but um, that's, that's a really big commitment for an independent business owner to have to like spend their entire Saturday. People are just like walking by and, you know, you're hoping that they'll stop at your, at your booth or something. So to be able to just give them a space that they can trust and uh, know that their products are safe there and, you know, the hopefully just the feel of the shop will encourage people to want to support their art and support their work so yeah artists got to try like testing some artists who hadn't really sold much before at the market season some some immunocompromised like we had several immunocompromised artists who didn't didn't have the opportunity to be at markets this was their opportunity and like that was so we were so grateful to be able to give those artists that chance still Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was really wholesome and good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, every time I walked by, it was like absolutely packed line up out the door. Um, what was some of the feedback like from the community, um, that came through the shop? Like, I know I saw lots of Instagram pictures and social media presence, but what were some of the things that you heard from people that were shopping there? I mean, thankfully I only heard really good stuff. So <laughs> don't tell me if there was anything bad. I'll <laughs> give me another month and then you can tell me, but um, I didn't hear anything bad. So all good. <laughs> okay, good. Um, basically just like people just loved the idea that they could shop locally. I think that's like a community, like a really big value in the KW community mm-hmm. to be able to shop locally and all in one spot and not have to like save it for your weekends or try to fit it into your schedule. Like I still love, I love, love, love markets, but I, I think this was just like the, the gap that was needed to be filled. Yeah. Um, and people just liked that there was more life in downtown. Like I could dive into, I could talk like shop for days about economic development (laughs) and how like retail is the thing that like spurs economic development in a downtown core. And like, 
I genuinely think it, it helps like restaurants. Like we had other businesses like Legacy Greens. Mm-hmm. She sold some of her stuff in our store. And she was like, you know, I saw an uptick in my customers too. And they're carrying your bags. And I think vice versa. Like we would share about that business or we would talk about other places. Like you have to go to Tallulah Field. You have to go to this plot. Yeah. Um, so it was like even good from like an like other business standpoint, at least like from our side of it, we felt like we could really connect and um, help promote other businesses at the same time. And then from like people's experiences, they liked how high quality the stuff was in the store. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of had the surprise and delight that if you kind of went back to back in the store a little bit, there was these two photo rooms. Okay. <laughs> and you could take photos with your family or with your dog. We did photo pop-ups. We did all kinds of things with those rooms and we filled a room for the working center. So we were able to donate like hundreds of toiletries that people brought in. Wow. Um, so yeah, there's all kinds of like surprises in the store and things were always moving around and changing. Like I said, I did inventory for so long. So <laughs> there was lots of new stuff constantly coming in. Wonderful. Yeah. So once again, taking like a plain old space, right? Just a storefront and making it something really magical and, and something really special. Very, very cool. <laughs> Do you think that it'll come back in 2023? What do you think? <laughs> I think so. If we find the right location. Yeah. Um, I was going to say my favorite my favorite fun fact about that spot was because it was a spa before there was like, okay, right. Yeah. There were eight sinks that were hidden in that store. (laughs) I somehow managed to hide under things. Yeah. Um, So, you know, we can, we can work with any kind of space, but if it's in the right location, I think we would absolutely do it again. It was so, it was so good. Exactly. Wonderful. Well, not that I wish any other storefronts to close in downtown Kitchener next year, but if so be it if it happens you never know yeah (laughs) exactly um well we're gonna take uh, a quick little break to listen to a song now but after the break we're gonna chat about uh, your upcoming event this weekend the winter patio party very exciting Give us a little sneak peek before we listen to this song of what are a few things that people can expect at the winter patio party that they might not expect to be happening in downtown Kitchener or uptown Waterloo. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've taken 16 locations. We've turned KW into a giant game board. So Mm -hmm. there's a human-sized snow globe. Oh, my gosh. There's jousting. There's a battle of the chainsaws. And uh, I'll tell you more after the song. I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we're going to listen to a song and we'll chat a bit more in a bit.
just heard Preacher by local rock band Adult Recreation Center here on Midtown Radio. Adult Recreation Center is releasing their second full-length album, Driftwood, tomorrow. And they were actually the first band I ever interviewed for Midtown Radio, I think maybe two years ago when their first album came out. Such a nice group of guys, really wonderful. Um, And they were lucky enough to receive funding from the Region of Waterloo Arts Fund for this album. And it was created 100% locally. Um, They recorded locally with Canadian Daydream. And a lot of the songs are actually inspired by the band members growing up in KW as well. So check out Adult Recreation Center's new album, Driftwood, coming out tomorrow. Now, before we hop back into the second half of our interview with Sam, we're going to give you the rest of our event listing for the weekend. 
Every week on On The Scene, we'll give you a listing of all the arts and culture events happening in KW. And for a full listing of events and details, you can check out our new website, onthescenekw.ca. At the top of the site, you'll see tabs for comedy, stage, music, and festivals, and more. You can check on, click on each tab and see what's going on in the city. So this weekend in comedy, on Friday night, you can head to the Crazy Connect for Ashwin Singh's permanent resident tour. On Saturday at the Crazy Connect, you can see Andrew Barr at 7 and 9 p.m. And on Saturday at TWB, they're hosting a comedy show all in Spanish called Welcome to Canada at 7 p.m. On Saturday, KW Famous is hosting their winter patio party in Uptown Waterloo, Downtown Kitchener, and Belmont Village. In music this weekend on Friday night, the Registry Theatre is hosting City of Bridges, City of Lights. The Rich Uncle Tavern has Jesse T. Bobby O'Brien's has JSJ and Katie Topham. The Jazz Room is hosting Avery Raquel. Um, and the Yeti Bar has Claire Maeve and Ilya Nickel. On Saturday in music, the Registry Theatre is hosting Dave Gunning and J.P. Cormier. The Rich Uncle Tavern has James and the Boys. Bobby O'Brien's is hosting The Almost Hip. At the Conrad Center is the Legacy Showcase, which we chatted about last week. It's actually sold out, but definitely something worth checking out. Some details and seeing who's involved. The Jane Bond has DJ Trent on Saturday night at 10 p.m. And at the Yeti, you can hear Electronic, sorry, tongue twister, Electronic Fonduo with Ian Newton starting at 4 p.m. And on Sunday, someone special is coming to Kitchener. Ice Cube is going to be at Elements Nightclub with special guest Robbie G. Sunday night at 7 p.m and check out Ice Cube in downtown Kitchener. And lastly, on the stage this weekend, Saturday is Pinch Cabaret number 15 at the Button Factory. Tickets are a sliding scale from $5 to $30. And at the Rich Uncle on Saturday night, Troy Boy Entertainment presents Top Tier Drag Love Months show. On Sunday, Arabella Park has a drag brunch and they're going to be doing different iconic singers. I know there's going to be a Celine Dion there. I think maybe a Beyonce and some other special people. And on Sunday at the Registry Theatre, you can catch 365 Pro Wrestling starting at 4 p.m. Those are all the event listings we have for you tonight. If you want to get some more details or check out a few more that we missed, you can head to onthescenekw.ca. Now, in the first half of our show, I started talking with Sam from KW Famous, all about what they've been up to in the past couple of months. Now it's time to dive into their big event coming up this weekend, their second annual winter patio party. So let's hear the second half of that conversation now. 
Okay, so I'm back with Sam from KW Famous, and we are going to chat more about your second annual winter patio party. It is happening this weekend and a super, super fun event. I know sometimes when we think of events happening in town, we think of like the summer when the weather's nice or like major holidays, you know, Christmas events or a St. Patrick's Day event or a New Year's Eve event. But you folks have chosen the middle of winter when most people are hating winter and grumpy by now and turn it into a really fun event. So uh, tell us a little bit about how the Winter Patio Party got started and sort of the inspiration behind it. Yeah, so uh, the first Winter Patio Party was last year. We Mm -hmm. actually had delayed it for a month because if you remember back that far, there was a big wave of Omicron. Yeah, yeah. January was like total lockdown, basically. Yeah. Yep. So we were so tired of being inside and we were like, screw this. We're Canadian. And this is actually when I was working at the city of Kitchener. And um, so, you know, the KW Famous team approached me and we had this conversation and Mm -hmm. it was like, we need to find a way to do events despite what's happening right now and so we were like you know what even if it's February we're Canadian there's no such thing as bad weather there's just bad clothes (laughs) we're gonna put on our 80s snow gear and we're gonna get outside we're gonna have a freaking drink so (laughs) we just made it happen and last year there was around I think it was like 10 to 12 locations okay Um, so it got started by just being supported um by both the cities and our main uh, sponsor, Hip Development. So they're the mm-hmm. main sponsor again this year. And it's just because they believed in us. They also agreed, like, we have to be more agile. We can't just have digital events. It's just not enough anymore. It's been two years. Like, at that time, it's been two years. Like, we're not okay. We have to get outside. And so Hip believed in us and the both the uptown and downtown believed in us. And so we put it together. Yeah, exactly. Oh, amazing. And how are you feeling leading up to uh, two days, I guess, before the event? How is the team feeling and everyone involved? Oh, I'm so excited. Now I'm I, now I'm excited because yeah. <laughs> like, tomorrow we have ice blocks being delivered. I'm like emailing back and <laughs> forth with um, our inflatable gladiators. Uh, I just had things come in the mail. It's like 17 packs of fringe. Um, so those parts are really fun when you actually see the tangible pieces of it all coming. It's no longer conceptual. And yeah, we're really ready. We have a whole committee this year, which was just such a joy. So it's been 10 of us on a committee and it's like wow. some from tech, some students from Conestoga. It's kind of like a mixture of people and they've just been the most wonderful committee. I have don't have enough nice things to say about how talented the people here are. Oh, and so nice that you're able to, you know, branch out and just get more people on board with uh, with this celebration and this this positive mindset towards winter and, and spending time together and, and having fun together. Mm-hmm. So as you said, there's tons of events all across town. I'm curious, how does the flow work? You said it's like a board game. I feel like there's maybe like a scavenger hunt sort of element to it. How do people participate in the patio party? Yeah, so it's a choose your own adventure. You okay. probably can't make it to everything. <laughs> so we've given a few like itinerary guides on our website, whether you're a drinker, whether it's the family, whether you want to be chill, like whatever you want to be. Um, so basically you look at all the things and you just pick some of the ones that you think would be really fun. 
Um, we even sometimes ask people to do a scale of like from chill to competitive on a scale of one to 10, <laughs> where yeah. do you, and so some people get really competitive and they like last year, the winners spent two hours planning their route to be like, how many points could we get in the most amount of time? Um, so you basically, you can sign up and register as a team. Um, and that gives you the opportunity to engage with the text message system. Um, or you can just show up to places. It doesn't really matter. You can just go have fun. But for the people who register, um, basically you follow a game card. So at every location and on our website, you'll get like a little bingo card Mm -hmm. and you basically go find the things that are on the bingo card. You take a picture and you send it into the text system. And so we have a a really cool uh, grand prize, which is 500 downtown dollars and a, an exclusive helicopter ride with GL Heli. Wow. Very cool. But then there's also like over $1,500 more prizes spread throughout the event. So basically, if you register, you're going to get that text message and you're going to start texting into the system. There are real life people on the other end of that who are going to engage back with you. And then you basically just go try to find as many things as you can and get as many points as you can. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of equalizers this year. So there's a lot of opportunities to turn around. Like there's going to, there might be a Yeti running around. And if you see the <laughs> Yeti and take a photo of the Yeti, you might get extra points. Okay. Very fun. I have to be on the lookout for that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that. And so people can register with a team. Could they also come alone and like find a, will there be like a crew of people that they could join or something? Or how does that work? Yeah, so we do have our Frostmate Finder. You answer three very rigorous questions, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like giving me your um, rising moon and sun astrology signs, and we match okay. with the perfect team. So we did we did this last year as well with our Meet Friends program. We partner people together, and then you just go out and have fun and meet new people. Like, how else do people make friends these days? You just want to <laughs> put yourself out there. Exactly. Oh, I love that. So yeah, lots of opportunities. And I love that it's like family friendly, but also like people, there's so many different options, right? People might want to go and have like a day of drinking with friends, but also people might want to like go out with their kids for like three hours and then go home for nap time or something. So that's perfect. Um, So last year when you held this winter patio party, I remember seeing a ton of really fun pictures. It just looked like I said, like an absolute blast. Uh, what were some of the staple events that you brought back from last year's party? Are there any uh, things that people were like, we have to do this thing again? <laughs> yeah, um, the team skiing. So we had that at Vogel saying, yes, yeah. five people have to stand on skis at the same time and try to move them together. That got really funny as the day went on. <laughs> the last team to do it did not do it well <laughs> uh, a lot of flopping over yeah, a lot of falling it was great um so the team skiing and then we had to bring curling back uh, we learned so many people have never curled before okay. which I think is so cool that people can give it a try and just like get a feel for it like it's such a Canadian sport but like I don't know it's it's kind of exclusive so this is like a really cool way to try it out yeah, where is curling this year? We're taking it over to the tannery with the Civil and a Burb. Cool. So we've made a patio in that parking lot there. And we have a whole, like a real curling lane coming in. And wow. so that was, uh, yeah, that one's another one that's been brought back. 
Very fun. And now this year, though, it looks bigger, even like a wider spread where you're going. What are some of the new things this year that you are excited about? There's so many. I know. (laughs) I was looking through all the social media posts and the website. I'm like, there, I, I can't even talk about all this. Like people, if for anybody listening right now, you have to go on the KW Famous social media. You have to go on their website and get all the information yourself. But if you were to highlight one or two new things, Sam, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, so oh, I'm so excited. We're doing Battle of the Chainsaws between two ice sculptors at Short Finger. Nice. So one of them is named Danielle and she's just this badass like ice sculptor punk I don't know she's so cool Mm -hmm. Uh, everything I've seen about her she's amazing and she's competing against local uh Felipe Saravia um he's done so many ice sculptors sculpting locally he like he's like a teacher at Conestoga we love him okay very sweet so it's kind of like a local versus um like a woman who's doing ice sculpting which is so cool because that's not very normal in that um like it's not there's not Not as common yeah yeah. And then um, the next thing I'm so excited about is that we're able to also bring Belmont Village in. Um, yeah. So we're, we have these this circus bus that is basically a shuttle between the tannery, Belmont and Uptown. Um, and so that people can access Belmont without having to drive. But it's this like it's like a glow in the dark party circus bus with poles thing. Um, it's going to be so cool. Like, I just want to ride it because it just looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that one goes all day and you can actually go hang out in Arabella. And then like the third one that I'm really excited to bring in is um, with Sweet 7 Cannabis in Uptown. Mm-hmm. So we've actually, we're doing a human sized snow globe in the front of that with a little game inside. Um, but you know, like even when we do patio crawls, I just love that we're able to support these locally owned cannabis shops as well. You know, they're business owners just the same and they have way more rules, but we're like, we could throw something outside. We can make a really <laughs> And like we just love getting creative um with the games that we can put on exactly outside. yeah yeah I was looking through all of the different businesses that you have and I just love that there's such a big variety right it's not all breweries or like all um restaurants or something or all like a traditional music venues there's um lots of different places that are getting involved and it, it's really great for people to maybe go out to a business that they've never been to before right maybe they don't spend a lot of time in downtown Kitchener, or maybe they don't get to Belmont Village if they don't live close to there. So I love that there's such a variety of businesses that are participating. Very cool. And it's it's so nice. Like basically everything except Belmont is along the LRT line. Yeah. Really positive, really great positive. And the GRT has been so generous this year. They've given us 250 free day passes for both the bus and LRT, which is like unheard of because they want to get us home safe. And mm-hmm. so we want people to be as safe as possible. Like you can enjoy your drinking, learn to take the LRT. This is your great opportunity. Go take it with your friends. And it's like kind of like a fun little roller coaster ride. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So uh, any final details for people that want to get involved? Like, do they have to check in anywhere or do they just kind of get to show up to whatever venue they want and there'll be info there. Yeah. Show up to any venue you want. There will be volunteers there and the game card. You can take the game card off the website or you can pick one up in person. Um, Just go wherever it feels right. But hopefully you can register at patioparty.ca. 
Um, that really helps us out with our planning mm-hmm. and just um, being ready for you. Uh, but yeah, otherwise it's just patioparty.ca. Let us know that you'll be there. Tag KW Famous on social media. And, um, you know, if you want to go above and beyond, you could say thank you to our sponsors for us. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Hip Developments, Uptown Waterloo and Downtown Kitchener. Um, but yeah, that's that's all for me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, super excited to see how it all goes. I'm I'm sure it'll be a blast and honestly a bit of a blessing that we got all of this snow this week to sort of add to that perfect winter experience. I did manifest that. So <laughs> Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, well, best of luck with everything this weekend, Sam, and looking forward to chatting with you again soon when there's another KW Famous event happening. <laughs> Thank you so much, Allison. That was the second half of my conversation with Sam Starsensick from KW Famous. They are hosting the second annual winter patio party across downtown Kitchener, uptown Waterloo, and Belmont Village this Saturday from 1 to 7 p.m. You can find all of the details and locations on Instagram at KW Famous or online at patioparty.ca. And Midtown Radio will actually be at the patio party as well on Saturday at Carl Zare Square from 5 to 7 p.m. We're going to be playing our local music library while folks are skating at Kitchener City Hall. So if you want to hear some awesome local music from some KW artists, get some outside time, hopefully there'll be some sunshine, you can come visit us on Saturday at 5 o'clock. Now, before we close off our show tonight, we've got one more song to play from local country singer Jessie T. She's playing at The Rich Uncle tomorrow night on Friday, and she's also releasing a new single next week. So keep your eyes out for that one. This is one of her most recent songs, and she actually filmed the music video here in downtown Kitchener at the Grand Surf Lounge. This is Jessie T with I Can Be Your Margarita. Grass and handsome, right where you stand standing. I gotta get to know you. You need something stronger that hits a little harder. So drop a bottle of Corona. We'll shake you up, don't need no blender. Take you on a one week bender. If you want one more round after the bar shuts down, I can be. After one shot with me Try me straight or on ice Boy, it's all paradise I only sufficiently squeeze
You just heard I Can Be Your Margarita by local country singer Jesse T. Now that's all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. It's been so much fun live broadcasting here at the Apollo Cinema in downtown Kitchener. If you're ever looking for a fun, unique movie or maybe revisiting an old classic, the Apollo is definitely the place to be. Thank you so much to our sponsor, the Uptown Waterloo BIA, for their support in making this happen. And shout out to the local jazz fusion band, Top Pocket. We're using their song, Wow, as our new theme song this year. So it's always great to have a local song as part of our show. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. And a special thanks once again to my guest, Sam Starsensick, and the Apollo Cinema for having us. Tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town. If you ever have events that you want to submit to us or you want to get in touch in any way, you can reach out to us on Instagram at OnTheScenekW or you can email us at MidtownRadioKW at gmail.com. Now, if you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear a new episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials, a great collection of music highlighting African talent and excellence with your host, Peter Pierce Alosia. I'm Allison Dijak, and we will see you next week for another new episode of On the Scene. We're going to be chatting with Basque, a local metal punk band, also Pink Lemonade Records. All this is going to be happening at the Jane Bond in Uptown Waterloo. So we're super excited for that show next week, and we will see you then.